Do you know how many trees are cut down a day? I'll give you a number. Eight billion. Eight million trees are cut down per day. By killing off this many trees is killing our climate. And soon there'll only be 10% left of trees out of 31%. That may not seem like a big difference to you, but to the animals and wildlife that depend on forests as their home, food, and shelter will eventually die off, leaving most of our animals extinct. More than 130 species are driven to extinction from logging and cattle ranching, and native tribes lose their home from this too. 1.9 million animals have died due, due to deforestation. Australia's forests was growing bigger until an eight-year drought slowed the tree's growth. A drought conditioned the forest for a fire, and on February 7th, 2009, also known as Black Saturday, it burned 1,737 square miles. Not only is wildlife a part of deforestation, but also people who clear out forests to make new infrastructures and other buildings that we need for our everyday life. Now, this may be helpful in some reasons, but in other cases, such as species dying off, it leaves a big problem on it leaves a big problem for us to solve. The World Resource Institute estimates that most of the world's remaining indigenous forests are located in Canada, Alaska, Russia, and the North American Basin. Further effects of deforestation include soil erosion and coastal flooding. In addition to their previously mentioned roles, trees also function to retain water and topsoil which provides the rich nutrients to sustain additional forest life. Without them, the soil erodes and washes away, causing farmers to move on and continue the cycle. The barren land which is left behind in the wake of these unsustainable agriculture practices is the more susceptible to flooding, specifically in the coastal regions. The the deforestation of trees not only lessens the amount of carbon stored, it also releases carbon dioxide into the air. This is because when the trees die, they release stored carbon. In the United States, they added 7.7 .7 million hectares of trees between 1990 and 2010, around 380,000th hectares per year. Although the United States has experienced impressive forest recognition without within its own borders, it still contributes to deforestation as an improper of forest products, some 20 billion worth in 2011. Forests are primarily threatened by land clearing for agricultural and pasture and by harvesting wood for fuel and industrial uses in Brazil, which has lost 55 million hectares since 1990, an area Three-fourths the size of Texas, and clearing for farms and ranches is the best big driver. Home to the Amazon rainforest, Brazil contains 13% of the world's forested area, second only to Russia's 20%. Between 2000 and 2010, Brazil lost 2.6 million hectares of forest each year, more than any other country. Brazil is trying to reduce deforestation rates 80% from the 1996 to 2005 by averaging 220 and has in fact 
seen a large drop in deforestation in recent years. But rising beef, corn, and soybean prices are likely to pressure the government to weaken its forest production, further threatening the world's largest rainforest. Across the globe, Australia moved in the opposite direction, switching from a net forest gain in the 1900s to a net forest loss in the following decade. Australian President Drought from 2002 to 2010 was double trouble for its forests. The drought restricted forest regrowth while simultaneously increasing fire risk. Wildfires stoked by extended drought and high temperatures burned millions of hectares of forests in Australia. Just one megafire on February 7, 2009, known as Black Saturday, burned over 400,000 acres, an area the size of the state of Rhode Island. Rainforests cover only 6% of the world's surface, yet they are home to more than 50% of the plant and animal species on Earth. More than 25% of our medicines today come from rainforest plants. We have only explored 1% of plants available. Just imagine what diseases the 99% that have not been explored can cure. 